Hey yo, what's good? Welcome to Keeping It Real with Jay Shad, the podcast. On this podcast, I, Jessica Shadden, will be inviting my friends and family to be keeping it real and honest with you with combos about anything and everything. If this is your first time on the podcast, welcome. You are welcomed here, and I'm so excited you decided to join and listen in as we keep it real. If you're a friend of the pod, welcome back, homie. Thank you so much for listening, as always. If you could follow and subscribe this podcast and share it with your friends and family, that would mean the absolute world to me. In other news, Keeping It Real with JShad officially has merch. If you want a Keeping It Real with JShad sticker, you can email me at keepingitrealwjshad at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram at jshad underscore. On today's episode, I will be having one of my dearest friends and favorite humans on the pod, Chloe Powers. In this conversation, we'll be talking about our favorite artist, Taylor Swift, and why we should vote. So grab your headphones, your aux cord, some coffee, and join with us as we keep it real. Listen to Keeping It Real with Jay Shad on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Happy listening! Yo, what's good? It's Keeping It Real with Jay Shad, y'all. Hey, how's it going? I hope that you are having the best week and hopefully weekend, soon to be weekend ever. So today on the podcast, as I said, I'm going to be having a dear friend of mine. She loves Taylor Swift, is obsessed with concerts, a poster child for an Enneagram 8, and an amazing human being. So welcome to the podcast. Miss Chloe Powell. Hello. So excited to be here. Yes. Before we get started into the topic of today, I want the people of the pod to get to know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. So give us a brief little Insta bio, you know, your school year major. How do you know me? First time impressions. The whole nine yards. Perfect. So I go to Sanford with Jess. I am a senior and much like Jess, I am an education major. I'm a history and secondary ed double major. Although most would think that's how we met. That's not necessarily how we met. We actually met before we ever took any education classes. Freshman year, it's it's honestly blurry how we met. Yeah. I feel like freshman year, you just meet so many people like every single day. So it's just like, how do you know them? You just do. You know, yeah, you, you know them from know school. Them. Yeah. But I think my sweet mate, Julia Sisk, shout out Julia if you're listening. Hey, what's good? <laughs> she probably brought Jess over to our suite at some point. And of course, I couldn't help but hear Jess if she was in, <laughs> in the room next. So <laughs> yeah, we just started, I feel like hanging in the same big friend group freshman year. But then we finally got to get closer, like the end of our sophomore year. So yeah, that was good. For sure. Yeah. First impression of Jess. This is always funny when Jess and I talk about this because I feel like we both have come so far from like when we first met each other. Lord. I'm sure did. Jess can tell, but I think she was a little bit scared of me when she met me because I can be pretty intimidating. And honestly, if you know Jess and I, we are the antithesis of one another. Like we are literally polar opposites oh, in so many ways. So, I think we neither of us were necessarily drawn to one another when we first met. I definitely thought Jess was a little bit overwhelming, but then I came to grow to love all that Jessica Shadden is and exudes. So, yeah. No, literally, it's so funny because you would think you're an idiot grade eight. Mm-hmm. I'm a seven. And you we're would right think, next yeah. to each other, yeah, you sure. know? So, it's and like. I'd say I have a wing seven. Some days, I don't know. Depends. Yeah. And I. No, I do not no, have a you wing don't. eight. Not at all. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no. I was like, no, I don't. That six is strong. strong. So, yeah, like, you, literally, you I think. Because I met Chloe, I mean, 
one again thought she was the coolest human but like highly intimidated by her because she mm-hmm. i remember she told this story about how she snuck backstage <laughs> to see sean mendez i was probably such like a tryhard freshman and year you're like, oh my gosh i met sean cool. mendez and i've met little mix four times Not, no no fifth harmony fifth harmony fifth harmony yeah. <laughs> bobby no, same um, difference at same this point thing, you know <laughs> but i literally was dying i was like I think you're so cool, but also I'm so scared of you. <laughs> but, no, you know, luckily we had of. that Espanol together. Uh-huh, we were, yeah, that's really what got us. We yeah. had Spanish 203. 203? Together. Shout out to Milstead. I don't yeah. think he's listening. No, definitely you know, he isn't. Shout out. <laughs> and we really bonded because we were, like, the only – I feel like everybody was freshmen, and we were just – we were the only, like, sophomores, yeah. I swear. But. And we were – everybody else so, so scared. Yeah. Because they're fresh again. And freshmen. we were just, like, out there born. We are like, what's good? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, so. stop. Come on, stars. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So Lord good. help. Thank the Lord we're out of Spanish where you're mm-hmm. not getting it at all. Also, before we start, we, of course, it's keeping it real with Shad, so we want to keep it real, keep it honest. And so, Coley Powers, what is your biggest hot take? Okay, I feel like this one is particularly controversial within the Sanford community, which I would assume is a, a good base of our listening. So, forgive me. Forgive me, people of the pod. But I think that the office is highly overrated and not quite as funny as everyone thinks it is that's not to say i do think it is funny and was hilarious and like revolutionary for its time Mm -hmm. just think it's overplayed at this point there's so many funnier things in the world than just the office and scenes from the office quotes from the office you know oh for sure i mean I i know you love the office I feel like I've diminished mm-hmm. my love for The Office because See, other shows have come into And I think life. that's a good growth. I feel like the majority of America is not there, you no. know? Yeah. Which I do. Let me correct myself. I mm-hmm. do love The Office, mm-hmm. and it's a funny show. For sure. Relate to Michael Scott in a bit, you know, <laughs> just wants to fit in, even though he's low-key inappropriate. Super. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I feel for him. He just wants to get along with everybody, yeah, make does. everybody laugh, yeah. and he's just... And that's the thing. I think it's funny and, like, a decent show. I just don't think it's the end-all be-all like some may regard it as, you know? Yeah. You look at New Girl. New Girl, way funnier to me. You look at other shows and you think it's funny. Also, she's seen Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, I think. I have not. Which, I feel like there's just this ongoing battle between Parks and Rec, unspokenly. Like, Mm -hmm. fans are like, it's either Parks and Rec or The Office, and I definitely side with Parks and Rec. Yeah. I think if you were to watch Parks and Rec, you would probably find The Office a little less funny. I feel like Parks and Rec is more your humor, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Okay. So maybe I'll yeah. take a quick listen to that. Sure. You know? That's my hot take, though. Love. So we're just going to dive right in Jump talking in. about now the you T-Swift already, world. Yes, the T Swift world. You already know I'm a big fan of Taylor Swift. Mm. Let me tell you, Miss mm. Chloe Powers, big fan of her. Yes, ma'am. So, Chloe, when did you start listening to Taylor Swift? So I probably was like nine or ten years old, honestly. It's hard for me to remember because I feel like. Same with you. Like, being friends, you know what I mean? It's hard to remember a time where we weren't in each other's lives. That's how I feel with Taylor even more because it's been, I mean, at this point, 10, 11 years. So, like, I just feel like I can't even remember a time without her. But, yeah, probably 9 or 10, honestly. I remember it was before I moved to Kentucky, which I was, like, 9 when I moved or 10 maybe. 
But I remember my first memory of her was I was on a youth trip with my mom, so she was, like, the leader. I was just in elementary school tagging along, of course. And I, it was either middle school or high school girls, and they were, like, dyeing their hair with Kool-Aid, as one does in Love. the early yep. 2000s, you know? Yeah. And we had the radio on, again, so retro, no CDs or anything, just the radio. You Belong With Me came on, and I remember everybody, like, singing the words, and I was like, this is such a cool song. Like, who is this? This mm. is so fun. So I feel like just since then it was downhill or uphill honestly <laughs> because it was it's been so good yeah oh we love yeah i was sure. gonna say it was probably elementary school like i yeah. remember jamming to fearless fearless for sure all the tracks right. and being like oh so my I elementary school crush right we belong exactly with each other. <laughs> i'd be like in my bed listening to fearless like every day falling in love with a new person i'd come home and think it's about him yeah <laughs> exactly well in regards to that like what made you love taylor swift and make you enjoy her i mean yes we love the we love the catchiness of the Uh songs and her all that kind of stuff which i feel like this question has like adapted over time so definitely what made me like taylor swift which i this is so early thousands middle school drama but i felt so misunderstood i guess like i felt like nobody got me or like Mm. my problems were like only my own but then i would turn on t swift and i felt like she got me you know what i mean oh yeah there for me when nobody else is she gets me now i love taylor because she's everything i would want to be in life she just exudes confidence female Mm. empowerment she does her i feel like she's just gotten to the place in life where she is confident and in who she is she knows who she is and she just lives that unapologetically if you know me that's all i want in life is oh, yeah. to just unapologetically be me so she's mm-hmm. definitely helped me in every stage of my life do that you yeah. know what i mean and she's evolved so much i mean you look at her albums so and you much. see how much she's evolved oh, yeah. to the person she is today for sure and looking at the later albums of lover and folklore which we will definitely dive into <laughs> you know she's so much more confident and knows who she is she's not this shy country girl Mm -hmm. sweetheart not willing to speak her mind you know yeah Yeah, not willing to speak her mind now she's so confident and and i think that's what i love about her but also just the realness in the lyrics and again that shows in all the albums how real she is from the beginning lol keeping it real but you can really understand the emotions she's feeling in her music without even going through an experience like that so true honestly like i'll be in the happiest point of my life and i could still blare all too well and be like maybe we got you know like i'm not (laughs) even upset i'm just but i can feel it oh for that's the thing i feel like she is unlike any artist in the sense of like the amount that she puts into her work like if you've ever seen any of her behind the scenes stuff like Mm -hmm. in miss americana or just any anything like she spends an insane amount of time on her music and like down to every last word and it's her from the beginning to the end like it's not like she has this idea and she lets someone else run with it and then she sings what they tell her to sing Mm -hmm. she's choosing the lyrics the sound the the music like top to bottom it's her no matter what you know she's never strayed from herself and she's always made sure that she could be in the forefront of her music not some old joe <laughs> oh for sure and even in her album she's so intentional mm-hmm. with the placement of it remember in the old days i don't think she does this anymore when in each lyric book in the in the cd you mm-hmm. know there would be capital letters throughout the lyrics and that would spell something out i remember in yes. back to december it spelled out taylor like for taylor Lautner, and people <gasps> lost their minds because she like literally oh would basically tell you what the song's about if you could like read into it enough you know oh my goodness right genius <sighs> A genius. Mm-hmm. So we're going to dive into 
first off, our album ranking. Now, there's a difference between a favorite album yes. and top rank yes. in Chloe's mind. In my mind. So, I feel like you're agreeing, though. I think which I agree with point. it. I yeah. see your point. But I think when it comes to ranking music of any kind, like, I feel this way with One Direction, honestly. You're, like, just anybody who has such, like, a discography, like Taylor or 1D does. Mm. Those are my two examples. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? You can rank them, like, definitively. Oh, I think Hamilton's a good example, too. Like, I feel like you could rank the songs definitively of how, like, how good of a song they are. Yeah. But that's not necessarily your favorite song. You oh, know what I mean? sure. Like, you could say... Let's say Hamilton. Wait for it. I is think wait for it is the best song. song. Yeah, but for me, one last time is my all-time fave. Exactly. See, and like I think favorites can change. Rankings are almost again definitive until more music enters. Like that's what it is. You get what I'm saying? Oh, for sure. So yeah. we're first. We're just gonna say what our th- album our ranking, ranking is. is. Bottom to top. Bottom to top, and then we'll dive deep into we'll it. Dive. So Chloe, what is your album ranking? Bottom to top. Okay. Um. So I have a very hard time doing this because i feel like these are all my babies because like we've said taylor is honestly very personal to us as cheesy as that may seem mm-hmm. i've just had such deep experiences with all of the albums in the sense that like whatever phase of life i was going through that album was it was the soundtrack to my life like honestly so mm-hmm. it's hard for me to rank them i have emotional attachments so i did a little bit different not just like straight ranking i did like levels so some of them are tied if that makes sense mm-hmm. but here we go number six is taylor swift so last is taylor swift the the debut album mm-hmm. great album but it is my lowest. Speak Now is going to be number five. Rep, number four. Then tied for third is both Lover and 1989. Tied for second is both Fearless and Red. And then at the top is Folklore. Okay. So that's my ranking. Okay. So that's I... not to say that Folklore is my favorite album, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that, of course. So for my ranking, Taylor Swift. Uh-huh. Reputation. Okay. Number six. Number five, 1989. Tied for fourth, Fearless and Speak Now. Okay. Third, Red. Second, Folklore. First, First Lover. That makes sense. I feel like that's pretty good. Almost similar, honestly. Very similar. Yeah. So tell me about, okay, least favorite album. We both said Taylor Taylor Swift. Swift. It's not against the debut album. No. It's just not her best work. Yeah. I mean, she's grown so much. Now, granted, for a debut album insane to if i wish i could have been like the age i am now with the music knowledge i have now when that album entered the world because i i would regard it even higher than like it really is very there's a lot of depth for someone's first album and someone's first album as what was she probably 15 when she put that out Yeah, 15 i think when she yeah like that's crazy i mean and looking i'm pulling up spotify a little sheet sheet right here but i mean starting off Tim McGraw picture to burn teardrops on my guitar on this album an Uh unappreciated song yeah Mary song oh I think that's probably my favorite off this song oh our album sorry favorite off my album (laughs) so good though it's so good yeah but nothing nothing against it no it's a great and honestly it really lyrically is very good again for the age she is good but I think definitively it's just her her least because she just kept getting better kept getting better okay so what's your second to last one Second to last, I have Speak Now. And again, it's not a bad album. I think, obviously, for all of these, they're not bad albums. It's just my all-time favorite Taylor songs, like how many fall on that Mm -hmm. album. And I guess for Speak Now, there's just not as many. However, there are some bangers on Speak Now. You love Speak Now, don't you? Uh, Speak Now is my number four, along with Fearless. Okay. Yeah. Very similar vibes. I think mainly for those two, it's the nostalgia behind it. For sure. All those songs, I mean. I think 
for Enchanted. both of us. Enchanted. Yeah. We got, I don't know, it's very, I Dear mean, John, I think. Ooh. To have Dear John on an album, it's immediately, like, you could have, the rest of the songs could be crap, and, like, if you have Dear John, like, oh, yeah. shoot. Well, and I always forget, Back to December. So mm. good. So good. So good. And Speak Now is our friend's, like, top favorite yeah. album of all time. I think for us, I feel like both of us get this, and so many people probably, each album to me is like a, a time in my life like a mm, period in my life yeah. and this was very much so still middle school you know yeah. what I mean a little bit of high school a little bit of high school it. yeah it reminds me of the times like where music was not as like digitalized like we weren't streaming music at this yeah. age we were we had to beg our parents to go out and buy the cd or we would just legally download it you know for sure youtube, YouTube, YouTube to mp3, MP3. <laughs> yeah but I remember like being in my room listening to speak now and like taking the little booklet out of the cd and oh, yeah. going through the lyrics Regardless of it being ranked low, Speak Now is, like you said, very nostalgic and meaningful. I guess it just didn't have as many standout songs to me. For yeah. me, the best songs on there would be Innocent, I think, so underrated. <sighs> Such a good song. I so mean, good. and again, she was still so young writing this. It's crazy that she, like, could be that mature in writing, like, almost like a hate song, but, yeah. like, it's not hateful at all. Like, oh, yeah. You know? And then, I don't know, what else stands out to you on that album? Um, for that one, oh gosh, Story of Us. Story of Us is Mine. Good. I mean, mm. sweet song. Never Grow Up, Ball Every Time. Never Grow Up, I like can hardly and listen bonus, to. And the bonus, I think the bonus tracks on Ooh, what that are one. they? I don't, I'm not looking at uh, that. I think, mm, ours? No, Superman? No, no. Tracks on that, pretty good. Mm. Superman? Superman. I was listening to If This Was a Movie the other day. Ooh. So good. So good. For me, my second to last is Reputation. Okay. Now, let me say this. Reputation, I think, from non-Taylor fans. Let me let me say that. Oh. It's the most hated album. Because huh. it kind of came out of left field. I mean, I remember when it came nope, out. For sure. And Do you we, remember this? The single from this album, or, which was... um. Uh, look what you made me look do. Look what you made me do. Came out the night before we moved into college. No joking. <gasps> the night before we moved into college. I remember being in like a hotel room, just so scared to go to college. And that song dropped, and I was like, okay, like things are all right. If Taylor's releasing music, I feel like life's gonna yeah. be normal. And you know, that's. I mean, truly, that is one of my least favorite Taylor songs, only because the yeah, lyrics in that. it are not where she's at. You know, right? Like, you've seen her do better. Right. However. If you really get into the meat of this album, so good. Getaway car, dress, dancing with our hands tied, call it what you want. Mm -hmm. New Year's Day even. If you really... For me also, I, so like, love 1989 as an album. 1989 era, I kind of was just like not as much about Taylor. Because that was when like most people hated her. Mm. Hated, hated her. Oh yeah. So I kind of fell off from like being obsessed obsessed with taylor so mm. when rep came out it like reignited my love for her because i felt like it was just so powerful i was like she's really really owning it like she's soup like she put aside all opinions for rep like yeah. she just did her and so i have like fond memories of rep because that's what really got me back into taylor and like i went to the rep tour and like i just feel like the rep era in general Ooh, so dope like so love good. the dark vibes mm. and like the power and the snakes like yeah. it was just fun it was no cool, it was you know? very cool very different from what she Super is different coming out of you know going from reputation to lover so i mean big difference big difference Night and day literally <laughs> but it was kind of I, i'm gonna pause on my thoughts on that because i don't want to yeah we'll anything. get back we'll get back to that so, no yeah i get rep being lower 
on your list for sure. Yeah. Rep slower on mine too. That that's my after speak now. So Taylor yeah. Swift, then speak now, then rep. Next one, number three for me was red. Was what was number three for you? Lover in nineteen eighty nine. Okay. And then your second was fearless, fearless and red. And red. Yes. Yeah. Now I just saw something that red is eight years old. That is crazy. I remember again the day that came out, like going mm, to buy the C D, like I said. I told you this, I think, recently. I, like, did a whole photo shoot with the album. Like, <laughs> made my mom drive me around town. I had on, like, red lipstick and, like, red, white, and black. You know, like, yeah. just, like, the vibes of the era. And I was, I really thought Taylor would, like, see my pictures and repost them oh or something. <laughs> and that one, pretty much, for the most part, no skips. Yeah, uh, that's my thing. I think, well, we'll get to our favorite album. But yes. <laughs> spoiler, it might be red for me. <laughs> yeah, it's so good so good great i love that i love the red era that was when we I were in like middle school and that's when i my fond appreciation for like taylor love uh-huh. it like, became full-blown obsession full when blown. red came oh for world. sure for sure i feel like when people true taylor stands or not even like just in general when people think of taylor swift they think of red i feel like oh, you know 100%. what i mean like they think of all too well they think of yep. red they think of 22 yep. which catch 22. me Come in. January, baby. Yep. <laughs> Breakfast at midnight. Catch me. Catch you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've read the whole album. It's just staple. It's mm. a staple Taylor album. It is. It's good top to bottom. For sure. You could not tell me one of these songs is bad. Yeah. Honestly. Like, if you're a hater of Taylor, I just need you to go listen to Red. Top to bottom. No skits. Yep. Just listen to it. The deluxe version, of course. I think the only songs on Red that I don't love but again i don't even think they're skips it's just that i don't find myself gravitating towards Mm -hmm. them starlight and begin again okay that's fair but i also think sometimes singles ruin me so like begin again came out before the whole album came out Mm -hmm. so i feel like when you only have those songs then you're playing them non-stop so when the whole album comes out then you're like so over that song i got that way with rep because she released like i think six singles for rep which don't get just started that's one of her pet peeves One of my biggest pet peeves is when artists come mm-hmm. out with six mm-hmm. singles and then they're like, here's the album. And it's eight songs. Eight songs. Like, who did that recently? Jordy Searcy. That's what I thought. And I love Jordy. If you're listening, big fan of you. Huge as well. fan, honestly. Huge she really is. Huge <laughs> fan of you. Holy poop. Great guy. <laughs> Not the point. Anyways, when he came out with his, he was like, oh, new album. Mm-hmm. And then it was. Two new songs. Two I was like, songs. you know, you're not giving me anything. That's like, I've idea. already listened to these songs 20 billion times. This isn't new. This is old. Right. So I feel like that's why I'm not a huge fan of Begin Again. Mm-hmm. Burnt it out before the album even came out. So then when the album came out, I just never actually listened to it again. So for, for, sure. for me, that's not it. For sure. Now, I'm just going to skip. Go ahead. Top album. Favorite ranked. album? Mm-hmm. Favorite album. Right. So like I said, Folklore is my top ranked album. Mm-hmm. However, I think if I had to choose... It truly is so hard for me to choose a favorite album because, mm-hmm. like we've been saying, I think each album just has, like, such specific memories tied to them. I, I don't know. It's like choosing an era in my life. Yeah. However, I would choose Red because I, I just think it's it's just so good. tried and true, good, good, good music. And you can honestly experience – there's so many emotions on there. Happy, sad, friendship. It's just everything. It's not one-sided. It's not – it's just so good. I, yeah. yeah. So red would probably be my my all favorite. All time favorite. All time favorite. So for me, Lover is my all time favorite album. Okay. Makes Which sense. is interesting. A lot of people are like, "That's a newer album." Right. Why? 
Well, first off, it's very summertime feely. I love summer. It's very you. It's very, very happy. But also talks about womanhood, mm-hmm. talks about breakups, talks so about true. all kinds of if stuff. If we're talking multifaceted for an album, Lover really is because and I mm-hmm. love the message that it portrays. It's almost like love is not a one thing and not a one sided thing. It's not just romantic love. There's familial love. There's mm-hmm. friendship love. You know, yeah. there's so many more types of love than just romantic love and mm-hmm. lover does a great job of and i mean the position of lover was a coming as i said earlier coming out right. of reputation mm-hmm. there was a lot of anger yeah. there was a lot of hurt for sure but this album was kind of a let's move, move on. on let's pick up the pieces yeah. and get them back together and like, let's heal and i think whoo game changer. so good i think the line from daylight this line describes lover in general and like her stage in life the step oh, into the daylight, daylight and let, and it, let go. it go like that's truly what mm. she did with lover she s- stepped into the daylight like away from the darkness of rap she let it all go and like i feel like lover honestly is like the only taylor album where she's truly a hundred percent herself 100%. you know what i mean mm-hmm. and if you look miss americana which is on netflix and it's her documentary so good she talks a lot about lover and mm-hmm. how it came to be yep. and i mean that girl came out with lyrics like nobody's, nobody's business. business. No, yeah. Lover, I totally get why that would be your favorite. I think later in my life, it will be higher ranked. I think mm-hmm. that, again, we're only a year out from Lover. I mean, it dropped last August, right? Yeah. So I think I just burned it out, honestly, because I, like, all the fall semester, that's all I listened to yeah. was Lover. So oh, I feel like once I'm, like, two years, three years out from its release, I'm probably going to look back and be like, yeah, okay, that's one of, like, her all-time best albums. Which, yeah. again, Lover is number three for me, so, like, it's up there for sure, but... For sure. Now, I want to talk about this album just a quick little bit before we go into yeah. our top favorite songs of Folklore. So when this folklore came out this summer, and mm-hmm. as you may know, she came out with it, literally said, new album coming tonight. out tonight at midnight. Me we were Chloe, freaking out. Jess texted in the group and was like, guys, Taylor's dropping an album tonight. I, w- I literally didn't believe you at first. I was like, I've got to fact check this. Like, where'd she see this? Like, TMZ, like, no yeah. way. I get on her Insta, sure enough, she's posted it. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, that's yeah. so not like her, too. No. And if you're she- not a Taylor Swift fan... Her album releases are a production. She gets oh, yeah. hints. She drops a single, a music video that has, like, mad hints in it. Like, mm-hmm. for Lover, she dropped Me. Then the Me music video had all of the hints for the album, like what the album name would be, like the whole vibe of the album. Mm-hmm. Folklore, nothing. It was nothing. It was the first time she's ever done that. Yeah. So unlike her. And so me and Chloe literally stayed up that night mm-hmm. and listened to the album and I mean, we had, like, a live stream text yeah. going on We, back like, synced the songs up so that we would be starting them at the same time. So yes. we could text about each song when it was going. And, I mean, if I look back at the text, I, w- I probably would die laugh because uh-huh. and, like, be like, this is not what I thought at all. Because, I, know. I mean, we... My opinion changed a lot. Like, a lot. A lot, a lot, a lot. And I, at first, I didn't love the album. Neither it of us was, did. I feel like both of us, did. the next morning, our, fr- our friend, my roommate, Hannah loves i think it's her favorite album now yeah i think it's her favorite album now and she like immediately loved it which jess and i are very pop influenced i feel like Mm -hmm. we listen to a lot of pop like cookie cutter pop music Mm -hmm. i'm talking 1d but hannah is very like indie folk which jess is too but like i'm not at all like i don't do that 
So I feel like both of us just were, especially for Taylor, I, I am like, Taylor's pop. Taylor needs to provide me these pop anthems. So yeah. for a folk album, I was like, I don't Whoa, know. I think we both were just almost uncomfortable. We were yeah. like, this isn't Her. what we know. Yeah. 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 And I mean, a lot of these songs, now looking at it, looking I back. folklore, very so few skips. Very few skips. For me, it's two. I think for you, one, right? One skip. And okay. for both of us, Mad, Mad Woman. Woman. Just. Which I love the lyrics of Mad Woman. Don't yes. get me wrong. I feel but, like it's and very we know, feminist. We know you're mad. I mean, Scooter Braun and did be mad. her dirty. Girl, be mad. She should be mad. But I just don't like the, the vibes, like the sound of it in general, which no. like, I don't know. Yeah, it's for just sure. kind of like annoying to And unfortunately, Chloe's other mm, skip, which mm, is mm, one mm. of my favorites on the album. Which this is actually my only true skip. I don't skip Mad Woman. I just don't gravitate towards it. Mm. This is my big skip, Last Great American Dynasty. Which is one of my favorites so fun storytelling about her house yeah it her is house. fun she did that she wrote a song about her house what's your what are your top five off okay <sighs> it changes every week right i tell I, like literally i think when this album came out every week i would be like chloe this is my this new is my song. updated favorite peace okay invisible string yes last great american dynasty mm. Mm. type can i do a tie for fourth sure betty in august okay and fifth Oh gosh, it's like picking one of your favorite your kids. kids. I know, <laughs> and there's so many on this album. Um, Seventeen total, which yeah. that's a hefty album for sure. And I think folklore. I, okay, I got it. This is me trying. Okay, yeah, I'll give you my five real fast. My tears ricochet. I think is my favorite <sighs> off the so album. Good. Maybe peace. Also, this is me trying. Agreed on that one. Maybe illicit affairs. Ooh, love that's that a good like one. the the bridge to the don't call me kid don't, don't call, call me baby. baby like so good <laughs> and then probably i love hoax honestly or epiphany i, I would go back mm, and forth that's a good one. i think if you're not into taylor swift i think this would be your album to get into taylor swift honestly yeah it is so good like and it's very much not her but it is her at the same time so mm-hmm. i think it'd be a good good bridge and if you don't know she recorded this during quarantine top to bottom all yep. of it quarantine yep. While we were over here watching our Rose Netflix. record, produce, all of it. Like, so crazy. She's so insane. crazy. Okay, now back to favorites and all that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Chloe, what are your top five fav- all-time favorite Taylor Swift songs? All-time favorite Taylor Swift songs. Shoosh, this is so hard for me. Okay, five. Five. Top we'll five. Top, we're going to go bottom to top, so. Okay. Number five. Innocent, I think, would be my fifth. Okay. Um, like I said, when we talked about Speak Now a little bit, I think that song is insanely mature for a 19-year-old. Mm-hmm. And just the premise around it, she wrote it, honestly, in such, like, a, in a fresh time of hurt when Kanye really publicly embarrassed her. Like, that yeah. is so hard to go through at that young of an age, too. Mm-hmm. And, again, watch Miss Americana, honestly. If you haven't seen it and you're listening to this, go watch it. Seriously. Now. Right now. Because <laughs> I think that it helps. I feel like everybody knows, like, the ongoing Kanye, Kim, Taylor drama. Mm-hmm. Miss Americana, I feel like, gives you just really good perspective from her point on it. But again, Innocent is all about that, and I think she just handles it so well. Like, she is almost, like, forgiving him in the song. It's it's great. Um, four would be The Way I Loved You from Fearless. Just an insane song. I mean... Chef's kiss. Oh, chef's me. kiss. So good. I think I love songs that talk about, like, the duality of feelings that you feel in a relationship that it's not always like happy lovey lovey like sometimes the relationship that you're seeking is like turmoil almost 
fighting, it's screaming, it's crying, you know, but like there's so much passion there to, you have to be very passionate to like about someone to feel that way. Um, three daylight. Like we said, I think that song embodies like who Taylor is now. Like it's, it's stepping into the daylight, letting it go. Like she's come to terms that, which this is very in contrast to the way I loved you, but that love doesn't have to be red and, and, and bad that it, it can be golden and innocent and pure. And I feel like she truly has found that with her current boyfriend, Joe. Um, number two out of the woods. I think we didn't really talk about 1989 much, but we didn't, we didn't touch it. That is a very, if you don't know, 1989 equals Harry Styles album, it, which if like you don't know Chloe Powers, the songs she loves Harry. Love Harry. Most of the songs truly are about I mean, Harry. style. Like, let's like, just read through the titles and I'll tell you which ones are. Okay. Welcome to New York. No. Blank Space. Not really. Style. Yes. Out of the Woods. Yes. I'm pretty sure all you had to do was stay. Oh, 100%. Oh, shake it off. No. I wish you would. Pretty sure. I don't know. You, yep. Probably about Harry. Who knows? Bad Blood, no. Wildest Dreams, definitely Harry. How You Get the Girl, could be argued. I Know Places, that's Harry through and through, like, so many references. Even the bonus tracks, Wonderland, Harry. <laughs> like, it literally says Cheshire Cat. He's from Cheshire. So, anyways. Out of the Woods, though, however, is so much so about Harry, so I think that's probably why it's my second favorite song. Yeah. It's just so good, though. I think, again, that captures, like, the feeling of, are we, is this gonna make it? Like, is this gonna last? If you haven't looked up um her performing this at like the grammys it's like a have you seen it oh yeah it's like the acoustic version and she breaks it down beforehand like what the song means necessarily and then she sings it and it's acoustic it's on the piano it's so good like even better and then my all-time favorite taylor song state of grace i think that song is just a work of art like in itself it the musicality of it even like i feel like it's building until the bridge when it says like this is a state of grace and then the rest of the song is almost calm you know Mm. like it's like a release yeah so that's my top five so good honorable mentions real fast honorable mentions of course dear john Mm. obviously treacherous other side of the door and peace Mm. good stuff i know my top five i couldn't i couldn't do an order i just couldn't so this is just top five here we go okay so state of grace I mean, Chloe already said it. Just the flow of that mm-hmm. song, the lyrics, all the things. Okay, a popular favorite, Blank Space. Yeah. Love that song. Just, I think it truly embodies the style of Pop Taylor. So true. And just the basic premise of right. what Taylor is. And we talked about this the other day. I don't know if everybody remembers this, but Blank Space had like a whole experience with it that music video if you haven't watched it go watch it hilarious and like just so good it's a full production but she also released like a whole vr like tour of the house she did the the music video and Mm -hmm. it was just cool and i feel like again that was an example of her embracing like the rumors and the things said about her like oh taylor swift goes through so many guys she just like made a whole song of that making fun of it um the way i love you i mean Mm -hmm. a bob Mm -hmm. so good daylight i think one thing that i love is at the end she has like this kind of voice recording thing at the end talking about how um love is golden and if it's a very strong tie to the red album and how much she has learned i'm I'm literally getting chills no no it's almost like a reprise honestly yeah (laughs) how much she has learned about love love. and how it's not this perfect thing all the time and sometimes there's going to be highs there's going to be lows but if 
you truly love somebody, you it's, find the right one. It's, it's going to be golden. Yeah. I'm like, oh and I love the that voice recording like you're talking about. It says like she basically says she wants to be defined not by the things she hates in life, but yeah, by the things, things she, she loves. loves, which is such a good way to live. And then peace is my. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, You'd say so that's your good. all-time favorite Taylor song. I would say that's my all-time okay. favorite. The rest How, you can't rank. But however. That's one. <laughs> We got to do honorable mentions. Yeah, always. Majority of them are on Lover, which, who's surprised? Shockers. Death by a Thousand Cuts. Oh, why did I not put that in there? Uh, Getaway Car. Getaway Car. Clean. Mm. Clean, I used to hate. Ugh. Don't know why, but now, oh, I'm like, how dumb was I to yeah. hate that song? <sighs> it's so good. And then Back to December. Back to December is very mm. good. Chloe, you have seen her live. Mm-hmm. Please tell me about the experience because I've never seen her live. And as a avid concert goer, yeah. I don't know how I have not seen her. But catch me hopping on a plane, going uh, to see her or something sometime soon, as, soon. As soon as this COVID's over, we're seeing Taylor Swift. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't care. Um, yeah, seeing her truly like the only word to describe it is insane. Like it, it, it's a whole experience. And I, if you know me, you know I go to a lot of concerts, but by a lot, I mean like. A lot, like, like a we counted and like over a hundred, maybe two hundred at this point. Honestly. Like honestly, I don't. It's a lot, but out of all of those concerts, no one does it like Taylor Swift does it. Mm-hmm. Nobody. She. It's a whole production. Like it's not like she just shows up, sings, leaves. It's a show. Like it's equivalent to Broadway. Honestly, like yeah. there's set changes, costume changes. There's multiple stages. There's moving factors. She floats over the crowd. Like it, it's yeah. It's she does it all. All of it. It's insane, yeah. I truly want you to see her so oh. bad. I've seen her three times. Like I saw her Speak Now tour, Red tour, and then Rep. Mm-hmm. So I think out of all of those, Red was probably my favorite because I was in the pit, got to touch her freaking hand. I was so excited. There is photo evidence. There is photo evidence. It was like, and it was the peak of, like we said, Red kind of really like brought my obsession full force. So to see her during that era was like, insane and it just i don't so good mm-hmm. really there's no way to describe it honestly you have to do it you have to see her yeah. and she sounds the same like in person oh, like just as good stop i know that makes my life i know changing subjects a little bit but honestly not really because right. taylor talked about this in miss americana about speaking your voice there's a song called only the young and yeah, that she so came out good. with which is a great song mm-hmm. And about voting, and we're in this election season, and there's, of course, there's a lot of uncertainty, mm-hmm. a lot of anxiety towards General, it, and I do yeah. not want to say, hey, this is who I'm voting for, you need to vote yeah, for this this person. is the right answer. This yeah. is the right answer. There's no right answer. There's no right answer. No and right ultimately, answer. like, you know, the Lord is sovereign, right. and he puts people He's in power. The, and the Lord's the only right answer. <laughs> yeah, the Lord's will be the right answer, but we do have to pray for our leaders who yeah. are going into office. Absolutely. And we have to consider, you know, our choices. So, Chloe, tell the audience... Why is it important to vote? Yeah, so I feel like, like we said, in this election season, everybody is pushing, like, vote. You have to vote. It's so important to vote. They don't necessarily say why. You're just Mm -hmm. supposed to buy that, which I do think it's important to look into the why. Because, like, for some, it might just be common sense why, but for some, it might not be, you know? I think, personally, for me, I believe it's important to vote because the ideals that America was founded on is the concept that our country and our leadership is, is to reflect our needs, our wants, what we look like. And there's no way to do that if you're not voting. Like, if mm-hmm. if a large part of our population doesn't vote, then how are they going to be represented? You know what I yeah. mean? So I think the best way to ensure that our government and our leadership looks the most like our country, which is a diverse country, mm-hmm. 
is to have as much voter participation as possible. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it is, I know people say this all the time, but it is your civic duty. As much as some don't like it, you, like, you're born into a government and that means that you sacrifice some of your rights and that you have duties to participate in and reap the benefits of that government. And one of those things is to vote, truly. So I, I think it's so important. Uh, maybe it's because I'm just such an opinionated person, but I don't know why you wouldn't want your voice to be heard. Yeah. And like the biggest way to have your voice heard is to vote and just to be, and not just in in presidential elections, but local elections are even more important because that's what really is affecting your day-to-day life. So mm-hmm. for sure, that's my hot take on, <laughs> on live voting. voting. So I just turned in my absentee ballot yes. last week and I was really excited I know. Uh, to use my civic duty. And and this is our, like most of our friends' first time first voting. Time? Yeah, cause first we, time presidential like, election. Yeah, yeah, first presidential election. I was so excited. Oh, so I, I requested my ballot ridiculously early. I, th- I It got here like the end of September. Did. <laughs> and it was like accepted on October 5th. So yeah, less than two weeks to the election. So yes. if you're listening and you have no plan to vote, you haven't voted, think about it. Go look it up. Yeah. Research your ballot. Figure out how you can vote. I yeah. guarantee if you're listening right now, there's early voting options in your state, your For county, sure. your city. So figure out how to do it. Get on it. Yeah. Come yeah. on, people. Mm-hmm. Okay, Chloe. I think that's all yeah. for the today's episode. But so thank fun. you for coming on the, thank the podcast. Thank you for those who have stuck around and listened to our crazy opinion. If you could just follow, subscribe, share this with a friend, mm-hmm. all the fun mm-hmm. things. And I will see you very soon. Deuces. Mm-hmm.